So we all know summer is approaching, which is very exciting. Warmer days are coming. Um, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. You can meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-created meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have a new flavor to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like shrimp and blackened salmon. Keep your kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up, which Lou hates to do. I do. I hate cleaning up. <laughs> Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage your calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well and balanced, which just makes cooking and meal prep easy at home. Not that you're cooking or meal prepping, they've done it all for you. Head to factormeals.com slash common50 and use common50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off for your next month. That's code common50 at factormeals.com slash common 50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hey, guys. It's been a hot minute. We are here today to just have a candid convo really we the topic that we're going to talk about today is anxiety and we kind of had a whole ep kind of planned out but I mean we Katz was discussing in the car that she was just feeling a little bit triggered by the topic and which is so funny because like I was I was just at the hair salon and you're know, getting my hair done. I'm thinking, oh, what are we going to chat about? I was thinking about the, the points I was going to make talking about anxiety. And I literally started getting anxious even thinking about anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, and then, you know, then I picked up Asho and I was like, can we maybe avoid the topic today? Can we do something different? Because I'm already feeling anxious and it's triggering me. And like, just which then I was like, wait, this is crazy how this, how it, can actually take over me so much. How just the word anxiety can trigger anxiety. When I used to have really bad panic anxiety, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I There was a rule that like when I was with my ex-boyfriend, I could no one could call it anxiety. I had to call it bubbles. Re- what? Because the I word- bubble in my throat. The, <laughs> when I would read the word anxiety or someone would say the word anxiety, it would make me so anxious. Bubbles. It would make me worse. So I have to call it, I'm feeling a bit bubbly because <laughs> bubbles is such a harmless, cute word. I was like, you you can't let it have that bad terminology. So oh I'm going to call God. it bubbles. <laughs> that's that, hilarious. I know, but that's but how, it's kind of smart. 
Well, yeah, that's my first tip of the day. If you're suffering <laughs> with bubbles, call it bubbles. <laughs> uh, yeah, anxiety trigger warning, I mm. guess, um, before we get into it. We are going to be touching on anxiety. Oh, well, so Should have probably done that before I said ang- the word anxiety. Um, drinking well, game. we haven't gotten into anything Drinking yet. game. The amount of times. Drink on the. Drink on the. Anxi- wait, fuck. I drink on the word anxiety. <laughs> drink when I say the word anxiety. Um, You'll be bloody drunk three minutes into this potty. I know. But um, no, I'm, I'm not really sure what we're going to discuss, but I just thought I kind of wanted to just talk about it because it's something that we've both been through a lot. Mm. And everyone, I feel like, goes through it at some point in their life. And I think people experience it very differently. Definitely. And also, if you haven't experienced it, I feel like people almost don't believe in it. Like, even mm. before I experienced it, I was like, oh, you just, like, you can choose to not be anxious. Like, just just be happy. Like I didn't understand it. Mm. And then it wasn't until I experienced it that I felt out of control of my emotions and I guess out of, out of body experiences that I then understood, wow, this is not something that you can just try and take control over. There's a lot you yeah. can do to help it, but it's not as easy as just snapping out of it. Someone's saying, why are you anxious? That makes no sense to be anxious, you know, about this thing. And, um, I also think it's important and why this is a really cool combo for us to have is because like everything, we we really um, care a lot about mental health here at Common Chaos, mm-hmm. here in the Asho and Cardo Sue and Lou world. <laughs> and so I think actually just chatting about how our, how our anxiety presents for us um, is really important because I know when I'm when I first started experiencing anxiety, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was the only one that felt these feelings. And not until I spoke to friends being like, mm. no, I I get that tight chest feeling. Yeah. I get the feeling I can't breathe. I, or my, my mind is racing so much. Or, you know, I think it's just really good for people to be normalizing this and breaking stigmas around different mental health topics. So couldn't agree more. Here we are. Well, I think lately there has been Mercury retrograde, which I'm not sure if you're an astrology believer, but that definitely plays a big part in energy and moods and emotions. And I think also full moon, Mercury retrograde, Mm. and just any sort of uh, outside factors. Well, yeah, this is the thing. So there's so many different factors to anxiety. There's obviously within your body, you can be anxious because simply something is what? Like gut health. Gut health. You could have some kind of autoimmune. There Mm. could be something very unbalanced in your body because anxiety is your body's, your body trying to tell you something's not right. Something's not right. I'm in a, it goes into essentially fight or flight, which is our natural human response to like when we're back in the caveman days, everyone's probably heard this analogy, like your fight or flight or the anxiety is there. To protect you. To protect you. So say there's a tiger trying to chase you. You go into boom, fight or flight. You're going to run faster. You sweat. You like feel the need to pee. You get adrenaline, really. Cortisol. Your cortisol cortisol goes through the roof. But sadly, in our day and age, a lot of us experience this in moments that we, we're not in like life or death, you know, moments, Mm -hmm. but our body thinks that we are. So there's, you know, there's that. There's the like, yeah. I was just going to say it's really important Mm -hmm. to detach that from like, if you are feeling anxiety, it's good to assess it and go, wait, am I in danger right now? Like this is the number one tip my psychologist taught me. And it helped me so much pull myself out of so many almost anxiety attacks because Mm. I was thinking, okay, wait, why am I having anxiety? Is, am I in danger? Am I safe? And if I'm safe, 
then I would tell myself, okay, I'm safe. Why am I feeling this? Is it just triggered from my thoughts or is it triggered from a situation or is it triggered from actual danger? And I think if you can kind of separate the anxiety and look at it from like a third person, Mm. uh, then I feel like you're able to then process it quicker and then let it go. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's the, that's the fight or flight. I need to, I need this to help me right now. Um, kind of thing. And then there's obviously bodily factor, bodily issues that could be going on, head injuries as I've experienced, gut health, et cetera. And then, um, there's general things like your, your past conditioning or trauma responses, PTSD Mm. responses that Mm. can come up. Like there's so many factors that play into why our anxiety presents itself. And then, as you mentioned, on top of that, we, you know, not everyone I know believes in astrology and stuff, but as you were saying, then when you have your external factors adding to it, which is planetary movement, which we are made up entirely of energy. Okay. Quantum Mm -hmm. physics is now starting to prove how the, like the cosmic movement actually impacts us as humans. You can look into it. And we're like made up of, I think it's 90% water or something. Mm -hmm. And don't quote me on that, but the moon Controls, controls the, the, tides. the tides and the water. Yeah, so, so everything's it makes sense. linked, okay? I'm not – you know what? I back me in, in our beliefs in this stuff because it's – it works for us. Anyways, <laughs> um, actually just knowing knowing about what's going on in the planets-wise, in the astro <laughs> in the world, in the universe, actually helps soothe my anxiety a lot because you can give a bit of a meaning to why you feel – really spacey or wacky or certain symptoms. And it always links. It always links. And the astrologists always give you tips on how to deal with it. And I feel like it's like a free life guide on how to get by. Yeah, or different things to focus on. Exactly. But um, anyways, (laughs) we'll do more astro sessions later. But um, in terms of, I guess, we also will probably do another episode on anxiety where we probably like a bit more educational. But I thought in this we could just talk about our anxieties. What makes us anxious? And how we, I guess, deal with the feelings and, you know, we we are constantly still dealing with it. There's no way to cure it and there's no way to get rid of it forever. No. It's always going to come and go. I My biggest thing that I battle with is um, after I, like, had my concussion and, and my anxiety was the panic anxiety, like diagnosis, like a proper condition. Um, I completely lost myself for like two years. And now when my anxiety comes up, I think my brain Mm. immediately gets anxious for being anxious Mm. because I go, I'm going to lose myself again. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Mom's like, no, you're not. You're not going back to that. You're never going back to that. Like you've come further from that. But it's very real, the anxiety, getting anxious about being anxious. And I found with you, when you get anxious, you have all these like secondhand symptoms that come up, come on. Yeah. You get dizzy. You uh, get like blurred vision. Blurred vision. Um, you you almost faint. Yeah, like you get very faint. Like all these scary things that I'm like, mm. holy crap! And it's honestly triggered from your muscle memory of, of your concussion past, and yeah. those years of you having anxiety. So it's like you knowing that you have anxiety then triggers your anxiety more. Dude, it's literally like, even talking now, my my vision, the minute my heart starts racing a bit faster, my vision blurs and my head spins, my chest gets tight and I go, <gasps> I'm going to faint. 
because I have memorized these emotions and feelings. I've linked, I've linked my emotions and feelings with the memories. With the memory, yeah. Um, and I've spoken about this a Joe little Dispenza's bit, the Joe book. Dispenza book. Um, I always forget what it's called. Uh, Breaking changing, the Habit of Being Yourself. Oh, yeah, or that. Changing, changing the Habit of Being Yourself or something like breaking that. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself or something. He talks about this where he goes, you have, um, we all do it. We attach such a like undying core memory with emotions that yeah. we've experienced and these negative ones. So when, say, every time, say your childhood dog was a, a poodle and you loved her so much and she passed away and now every time you see, and it caused you a lot of grief, you mm. know, when, when she died and you lived with this pain. So every time you see another white poodle that looks like Priscilla, you are so triggered into this emotion. So we've, we link things, you mm. know. So muscle memory, muscle memory from it. So it's, it's retraining um, yourself out of it, which is what I'm really focusing on and learning. Mm, rewiring the brain. Fuck, I'll be driving. Like you've seen this happen, which is a new one that started coming up for me. There's always something. <laughs> and I don't know what it was when I was really stressed. I started every time I'd be driving at nighttime, but it's driving in general, I would completely combust and start to get so anxious. There was once we were on the highway and I was with Ashton and I was like, I'm going to faint while we're driving. I have to pull over right now and you need to drive. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. And I was having surgery that day. So driving home, I was like, shit, I hope you're going to be fine to, to drive. drive back. Oh, I was so terrified. I was drugged up in the car. Drive. I don't even remember that drive back, by the way. Oh, I honestly, I don't either because I was probably <laughs> so anxious. Um, my anxiety is constantly changing and developing mm. and moving around and it, it can leave for a bit. And then she creeps back in. And it shows in different ways. Like you've had those symptoms that you've just spoken about then. And then my symptoms will be like, um, the best way to describe it is like crippling. Like I can't eat. My chest is so tight. I can't think. I'm para- I feel paralyzed by my anxiety that I just want to stay in bed, not leave. And I don't want to talk to anyone. And I, I like play with my hands. And I, yeah, it's it's just crazy how anxiety shows mm differently for everyone. So there's no particular way. Like I think people have to understand that. I mean, what I'm trying to say is like people, I feel like judge other people who get anxiety if they don't get it the same way. They think like that's not anxiety. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that any sort of mental health, it's going to show up differently. So differently. Whenever I'm feeling really anxious or I'm talking to someone who's feeling anxious, I ask them, how is this presenting for you right now? Mm. Um, so I can then help. So if someone else has anxiety like mine, like mine, fucking hell, I wish it was just in my head. But my anxiety, I, this is how I explain it to people, it feels like someone is standing on my neck mm. and my and my chest. chest. It's really intense. Like it feels like I'm going to stop breathing at any minute. Um and I can't focus on anything else besides the fact that I can't breathe mm. and that it everything feels really tight. Um, and so if I was with someone else that said they were feeling that and they were feeling that they couldn't breathe, I would sit with them and do breathing exercises mm. like into your nose, right into your belly. And mm. that's the best tip that I learned for anxiety. When we get anxious, we're going, we're shallow breathing right in our neck and in our chest up here, which is that feeling, you know? Yeah. So we we forget to breathe into our stomach and really expand our belly and then... And it brings our brain into a calmer state. Like it's scientifically proven that when you slow down your breath and take deeper breaths and get that oxygen mm. flowing through your body properly, it's scientifically 
brings brings your, your nervous, nervous system, system back down. down. But that's it's not not heavy, not big into your chest, big into your belly, belly. so your stomach physically expands. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know what's what's like the what's the silliest thing that triggers your anxiety. Oh, the silliest. Because I know that some some stupid things just will trigger me. I know, and it and it's the same every time. I the the feeling takes over my whole body. If someone goes, we need to talk, oh. and it might not even be anything bad. It might just be like, hey, can you call me? I need to chat to you. Mm. And it might be something about work. It might be something about literally asking me a question about a grocery shopping list or something. I don't know. Yeah. But like, if someone says like. Hey, can you call? Or is, even can you call me? Oh I'm my like, god, yeah, panic. I get panic. I'm like, what? What about? Like, because I hate confrontation. There's nothing I hate more yeah. than confrontation. It just doesn't. I think it's from my childhood. Maybe like my relationship with my dad. He was like very confrontational and like always was like always had an issue with something. Yeah. So I think maybe that's where that comes from. But oh my god, I hate it. And especially if they're like, hey, I'm just at work, but. Can I call you tonight? I need to talk. And it's like, I have to wait that whole day. I know. Why'd you lead it on like that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you drop that bomb and let Mm -hmm. it sit with me? But anyway, what about you, Lou? God, I think my silly ones are my physical triggers. Like I'm dizzy for one minute, one second. Yeah. Panic, 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 panic. Like mine's very – like when something in my body feels off, like it could be – just it's just the silliest things that like and it genuinely takes me what, a, a five seconds probably to start getting a tight chest mm. because I feel like or like bright lighting. Remember for ages you couldn't be in bright lighting. Well, after my concussion, everything was different in my like eyes and ears, which sounds really funny, but my hearing was really sensitive. My eyes were really sensitive, which is like classic like post concussion things but everything was really amplified so mm. if I was in a crowded cafe I would feel like so claustrophobic that I was going to faint mm. and that was my immediate thing I was just feel like I was just going to faint like combust like I'd be all I would ever explain it to people was like everything is so painfully overwhelming that I just can't even exist in this space anymore it was like my body just had to like faint and shut off for a minute mm. so now my silliest triggers are like if my head gets light for one second, maybe I've just stood up too quickly or my blood shit is a bit low. And <laughs> I'm like, today yet. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to faint. I'm so anxious. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, and what else gets me really anxious? Like see stuff like someone saying they want to talk, like that makes me really nervous. Mm. But my anxiety is like just a physical like doomsday. So it doesn't hit me the same. It's mm. more like when I feel like my physical body is in threat, mm. <laughs> which is a lot of the time. Yeah. Because you've because I think because of your concussion, that's why. Because yeah. you've had those physical um, repercussions yeah. of falling. So it's like that then led to anxiety. So that's it's like I you're mean. linking the physical to anxiety. So I feel like I suffer with mainly PTSD that yeah. then links with it. Yeah. But – other things that make me anxious. I think if someone, I'll have proper anxiety when I'm in conflict or if I feel like I've upset someone. Mm, yeah. Same thing, that mental spiral, the mm. overthinking yeah. linked with the anxiety. Yeah. But that's good because I can fix that. Yeah. 
it's bad when it's the other one. Because you're that, feeling out of control. Because I feel out of control. Yeah. Which is so funny because you know how some people like get ang- like have that anxiety about feeling out of control? Oh, maybe that's why. You know when I drink? Yeah. My body doesn't like… I never get drunk to the point where I'm out of control. Yeah. And if I ever do drink too much and I feel dizzy or out of control, I am in a state. It freaks me out so much. Yeah, I've never seen you like out of control drunk. You, you're good at spacing it out. Yeah. Anyways, irrelevant to the, <laughs> irrelevant to the topic. <laughs> well, should we go into, I guess, what we do to… What helped. Yeah. What we do to fix the anxiety or to, I guess, keep it… Yeah. At bay. So, yeah, if you're having quite serious, serious anxiety, obviously first I would say take it seriously and go to the doctors, um, get your blood test done. But then my biggest advice is get second opinions on your blood tests because general GPs sometimes undersell how low or high your levels are. So I went to a nutritionist to really delve into like Mm. hormones, gut health, because these things can really, really, really impact your anxiety. Um, So that's the overall big one that I would give the advice on. Um, The things that you can do day to day if you're just dealing with little bits here and there, I would say, is the things like obviously meditation. Meditating. Things that are going to just calm your whole nervous system down and give you some stress release. I know you guys – probably hear it all the time, but you hear it all the time because it actually works. And I know that people think it's like, oh, but it's just writing on paper or it's just closing your eyes for 10 minutes, but it's so powerful and it's so underrated and it's accessible to anyone can meditate. Anyone can do it. So I think that's the most important thing to take from this is you don't need to go pay $150 for one psychologist session to mm-hmm. get to the bottom of your anxiety. Like it is, there are ways to go about it that are free. Mm-hmm. And I think start with the tools that are free first. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to see a psychologist, obviously we're all for that. Yeah. But if you know. you're, yeah, I, I didn't, when I f- was first dealing with my anxiety, I just Googled a lot and I looked, I seeked out help and I read self-help books and I figured out first how to el- eliminate a lot of stress in my life. And that's also what my um, nutritionist said to me, she's like, okay, where is the stress is coming from? Mm. And it was work and it was traveling and it was all these things. So I had to change my lifestyle. That was when I moved from Sydney back to the Gold Coast. So I could slow my lifestyle down completely. Yeah. I stopped doing high intensity exercise. Like obviously I still was exercising, yeah. but. Because that gets your cortisol it up. raised my cortisol. And I didn't want to, like I had a lot of resistance to changing and you can be in denial as well I was in, about no, a like, lot of things. No, that helps me. It helps yeah. me. Or relationships. Like, no, that person doesn't give me anxiety. And it's like, fuck, you get rid of them and you're like, shh, I haven't had anxiety since uh-huh. I've been gone. The next big thing. And everyone's going to hate me. Coffee. Oh, yeah. Caffeine. Coffee. And yes, Rich coming from me because I drink a lot of matcha now and I drink a lot of green tea. But. <laughs> big old but. Matcha is a slow-releasing caffeine. It does not give you the quick hit, big spike. So it's got an ingredient in it. I can't remember what its name is, but it basically helps keep the caffeine at a steady pace throughout the day. And I mean, I think though, if you're actually really, really suffering with anxiety, like cut it out for quite a while. I stopped drinking coffee or any caffeine Mm. besides green tea for like two years. Mm. And that first year was really my my cortisol levels, my adrenal glands coming back because mm. 
caffeine is really bad for your adrenal glands. We we all abuse caffeine a lot. Yeah. You'll not want to ever drink it again once you go through the first withdrawal period. You'll be like, I realized when I stopped drinking it, I was like, it felt like I was coming off a, a like drug. heroin. Yeah. And I was thinking, what is this? What damage is, is this doing to my body? Not damage per se, but to my stress levels that it's this hard to get off this shit. Everyone I know who drinks coffee, everyone I know. Gets anxiety from it. No, not that. They might, but they wake up and their brain is not functioning until they've had that first sip of coffee. They don't have any personality. No. They don't have any brain cells. (laughs) (laughs) Not literally, but like- Everyone's going to be coming for us. No, that's. I used to feel the same. I'd be like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee because my brain does not work until I've had that first sip of coffee. Yeah, and- I that can't be good for you. I promise you, I can't express how incredibly, incredibly energized I felt when I cut caffeine. Sleep I better. woke up so early, mm-hmm. pinging off the walls, yeah. no caffeine needed. Yeah. yeah, I'm sleeping better. And you've got your natural cortisol waking you up instead yeah. of this like really heightened cortisol and up and down and up and down. It's like you're just bringing everything back into, into flow yeah. naturally. Yeah, and so there's, you know, there's a few substitute substitutes you can have. If, if You know what I realized it was for me? It was the ritual. Mm, it was, oh, let's go same. out for coffee. Let's This morning thing. You know what exists? Decaf coffee. She's my best friend. Oh, my God. It tastes – okay, I'm sorry. Everyone sh- shits on decaf coffee and thinks it's disgusting. It tastes exactly No, same. it tastes exactly the same. We are advocates for this because we have drank it. Yeah. Drank it? Drunk it, drank it. For years. So I love her. I love a decaf coffee and I order it now loud and proud. I used to be so embarrassed. I'd be like, can I just get a um, decaf? Like, sorry, what was that? Can I just, and you know when they yell out, they go, decaf for Ashton. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Honestly, did you have to declare it to everyone? But now I go up loud and proud and I notice so many people now ordering decafs yep. in the morning as well yep. because it you're still getting that ritual and you're still getting that yummy taste that we all love. But Without the anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> um, but there's things called like uh, dandelion root, which you can like yeah. brew, which is like kind of caffeine tasting. Chai latte is, I guess, a they mm, have caffeine in them. A lot. You though. can get you can get caffeine free sometimes. Okay. It's um, not as strong. Or even start off with half a shot if you're like not yeah, wanting to just fully give it up. Slow, slowly reducing, you know, these things. Yeah. Um, obviously other things like. <laughs> Imagine if you ask for half a shot of caffeinated and half a shot of decaf. decaf. I have been tempted to sometimes to ask, but I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's well, so embarrassing. You know, decaf still has 8% caffeine in it. Yeah, but it definitely doesn't, doesn't definitely do doesn't much. have straight pathway to panic attacks. No. So that's great. <laughs> If I drink, people are like, maybe you should just have a coffee. Like, just try. And they're like, you haven't drunk it in like two years. I'm like, literally pathway to panic attack. I'm telling you, if you give me a coffee, I will be un- in- uncontrollably. Yeah. Or like pacing. Yeah. I, I, you should watch me drinking a matcha. I am pinging off the walls after it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be easy on the matcha. Sometimes it will give me a tight chest. Yeah, you do. But I think we make them very strong. Stronger than usual. Got two. Um, Anyway. Aside from that, simple things like getting enough sleep. Yeah. um, Eating healthy healthy food from the earth, not packaged shit that tears up your gut health. High sugar, high carb, high like gluten diet will cause gut issues. And then that your gut is linked to your brain. I think, well, we have a episode with my nutritionist where we talk about the importance of gut health. And I truly think 
a lot of your anxiety can be healed when you look at the gut. Mm -hmm. The gut is our second brain. It really, really is. And also though, like everything's linked. Like if Mm. you're going to eat healthier, then naturally you're going to sleep better. Mm. And if you sleep better, then you're going to have more energy. And if you've got more energy, you're going to make better decisions. You're going to probably be more inclined to Mm -hmm. exercise. Like it all, it's a very holistic approach for any sort of Mm -hmm. problem, I feel. And I also just feel, I know like it seems overwhelming. There's so many elements, but I think, you know what, all you can do is just pick one to start on and then slowly evolve them all. And most importantly, talk to someone. I would not have gotten through or any of my, any moment I'm anxious, like it could be so silly, but I'll, I just, I always have to say it out loud to someone. I'm feeling really, just letting (laughs) you know, I'm feeling really anxious right now. Yeah. My chest is really tight right now. I think once I tell someone, it gives me a safety of like, okay, well, if I combust and die right now, which is what my panic gets about, someone's here to help me. Yeah. And like they just, they, 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 they're aware because I can shut off a bit or yeah. I can get a bit weird. So they're not going to take your mood personally. Your if mood you're personally. Feeling reserved or whatever. And if you just need to say, hey, I need to stop what we're doing right now. I need, or <clears throat> if I'd get really anxious in a restaurant, I'd say, hey, can someone come outside with me mm. and just get some fresh air? Like, don't feel ashamed to ask for to help. Ask for help. Or- like, Lord knows over the years, I have literally had to leave so many places and take a lot of walks outside Mm. and like sit or just cry. Mm. Every time (laughs) I cry, my anxiety genuinely leaves a second later. Yeah, crying is a great release. Your body just is holding on to so much and it needs its moment to just let it out. I think a mixture of crying, talking and writing is like a great way to release it. And I guess when you're saying things out loud and you're talking to someone about it, it doesn't have to be a psychologist. It can, to be honest though, there are so many um, free websites that you can, um, oh, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great one. Our sponsor. Our not, sponsor. We're actually not. We're well, not. I don't know if yeah. it's on this app or not. But. No, but BetterHelp is a great one where you, they've got counsellors 24-7. yeah. And you can have access to that whenever you need to just to talk to someone anonymously. And I think, yeah, there's just so many resources out there now mm. that talking about it, writing about it, crying about it is just a Everything. form of release to get it physically out. Yeah. And the purpose of this podcast, honestly, was just to have a chat about it because I was feeling anxious. Yeah. I've had a few anxious days. And I think I have to remind myself, and I posted this on my stories the other day as well, saying this too shall pass. I think when we get those, especially when it gets physical, your anxiety and you feel like it's never going to go away or end, like it will, it will pass through your body. Just try and not resist it, which is really hard, but try and sit with it and it will leave you sooner. And also make sure that you don't attach a narrative to the feeling. Yeah. It's so important. It's, we do it all the time and constantly reminding each other. I know. You don't need you don't need a narrative to why you're feeling yeah. this way. You're just feeling that way yeah. and that's it. And just let yourself. Yeah. It'll pass. It'll come out. It'll pass yeah. through. Yeah. Emotion is motion moving. Wait. E-motion. Motion. Energy in, in motion. motion. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this maybe felt like a little bit of a hug just to yeah. say you're okay. We're all good. We all fucking deal with it. A warm hug, a cookie and some green tea. Oh, or a peppermint tea. Can I just say nothing heals anxiety better than a yummy little treat. <laughs> and a tea with it. The <laughs> yeah. combo together. It's Amazing. Just, well, the tea wa- physically warms, warms you. up your body and you just feel like nice. 
Um, we will definitely do some more episodes talking about this because I'm really passionate about anxiety. Yeah. And trying to help people get through their anxiety. Yeah. Um, but we hope you enjoyed and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 your year to finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't actually help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It's super convenient and helps you with actual conversation tips and tools so that you can learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It can just give you that extra confidence when in a foreign country or a non-English speaking country. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash chaos. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chaos, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.